You're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM. What's up? Mike here with you, and you're listening to The Monday Project. And joining us on the phone right now is the singer of Valencia to talk about his solo project called Promise of Redemption and the new album, Where You Ought to Be. Uh, please welcome Shane Henderson. Hello. <laughs> Live studio audience is bonkers for you. How you, how you doing, man? Oh, that's great. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? You know what? I I'm doing great. Uh, you know, living the dream, making new friends, uh, talking about some killer music. So you know, life is awesome. good. So I'd like to talk to you about your new album, Where You Ought to Be, which again will be out on July 22nd. But first, I'd like to talk to you about Promise of Redemption and how it's different from what you did with Valencia. Yeah, totally. Um, so the record came out last July. And it's been out for almost a year now. Uh, that's where you ought to be. And then um, POR came together pretty much when I was in high school. Uh, it was more so like an outlet for me to try different songwriting styles and acoustic kind of stuff. And uh, it was something to also keep me writing when my drummer of my high school band went to college. Um, so I started doing the POR thing, and that's actually how... My my high school band is how I met all the other guys in Valencia just through playing local shows and okay. uh so we, we you know, we joined band together and went for it and you know, the rest is, is history. But with, with POR I've been doing it pretty much on the side up until Valencia stopped touring in twenty twelve and then um I pretty much within the last two years have revamped it and then I'm gonna take it and uh do some more stuff with it because it's a fun project and I enjoy it. So I'm excited to, to tour. I'm excited to put out new music. And yeah, that's pretty much how it, how it came about. Awesome. Now, um, where does the name come from? Because it's uh, it it's, might be an unusual name. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, that's a good question. I forget where I was reading a book. This was a long time ago. <laughs> I was 16 and I was like trying to pick a name. And uh, I wanted to go with P.O.R., but it stood mm-hmm. for Promise of Redemption. And uh, to me, that just means that uh, everybody can have a second chance at, at, at anything in life. You can, um, you can redeem yourself, basically, you know. Now, uh, what genre would you consider P.O.R. to be? I mean, could you uh, uh, kind of describe the sound a little bit? Yeah, I would say it's um, kind of up there with, like, alternative, alternative indie, maybe. I don't know. It's, um, it's kind of evolved over the years. Like, it first started out, as, it was, sounded kind of like a pop-punk acoustic record. Yeah. Which, um, obviously, Valencia was more, more in the lines of punk mm-hmm. and, and pop. And um, so, as, as, as it's grown, I've kind of taken it in this new direction where I'm trying to be a little bit more musical with it, mm-hmm. um, have the compositions be a little bit more in-depth and have some layering to it that I've never tried before with, you know, synths and keys and... And some, and some full band songs, actually, which are on where you ought to be. Um, but I would say, I'd say it's right up there with, like, alternative indie, kind of like, uh, I don't know, Jimmy World meets the 1975 kind of thing. It's, it's ever-evolving, because it started as, like, a super acoustic pop-punk project. <laughs> right. And it's turned into what it is now. But uh, I think that just speaks to maturing and growing up. Well, you know, and I'd say it has almost a a, a melodic, um, almost emo, almost shoegaze vibe at times. Yeah, totally. I'm super into ambient stuff, and um, this project gives me a chance to try new things and not kind of be held to one style. 
Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, I like that stuff. I like, mm-hmm. I like when it, you have some ambience to it that can make you think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, vibey. I, I like vibey. <laughs> vibey. That's a really good way of putting it. So, yeah. uh, so is it just you in promise of, uh, redemption or do you have other folks and is it a band per se? Yeah, you know, so that's that's the other thing. It started as a solo project, and now um, I'm lucky enough to share the stage with a lot of my best friends from growing up. Um, in the studio, it's mostly me, but I work a lot with uh, Trevor Leonard, who uh, was in Valencia with us towards the end there. Uh, he's also in a band called The End of America, which is a really great band. Um, so he and I have been working on the POR thing for a while now, Um he also actually was part of my project, The Future Perfect, which I put out in like 2014. Oh, okay. But um, so yeah, so I'd say Trevor's probably like probably the most consistent member. But that within the last year of putting out the EP, uh, I've had a, I've had all my friends kind of join me when I go to play live, and that's been really fun to like play with a full band again. Um, we did those Envy on the Coast shows in March in New York, and it was uh, it went over really well. We did full band stuff for that, so. This uh, I'm doing a tour coming up on. Actually, I leave on the 24th, but um, th- that's going to be different too because, that, like I said, it's like ever evolving. So for this tour, I'm just taking out a guitar player and a keyboard player. So it's just going to be the three of us, um, which will be quite different to what I usually do. So I don't know. It's it's always changing, you know. But um, I'd say it's it's mostly just me and sometimes Trev when he uh, when he wants to write some songs. But I was actually just talking to Trevor uh, yesterday because planning to work on a new record as soon mm-hmm. as I get home from tour. And uh, I was just telling him how I wanted him to be a part of the whole thing this time and get together and do it. He's a great musician and an awesome friend. So, And we're talking to Shane Henderson. We're talking about Promise of Redemption. The album Where You Ought to Be is available now. Uh, go check it out. And you're listening to The Monday Project on 89.9 KGRG-FM. What's up? My name is Mike. And Shane, I wanted to uh, kind of continue with what you were mentioning earlier. Uh, tell me more about the tour you've got coming up. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're leaving on the 24th. We start in Baltimore and just work our way around the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be fun. Um, we're touring with this band Best X. They used to be called Candy Hearts. They just recently changed their name. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun, fun tour. And we've got some really great openers coming along too. We have this band called baggage, which is, uh, Jono from the swellers and, uh, June divided and Daisy head and cozy. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of great bands and a lot of, a lot of good music. And I think we're all really excited to, to do it. I think, you know, everybody's getting pretty amped <laughs> to hit the road because <laughs> we're only like a week away. So we're all just kind of itching to get there and start, but um, I hope everybody comes out. I think it'll be fun. We're hitting some really cool cities. So uh, you mentioned that you're going um, all over the country. Um, any particular places that you're playing on this tour that you haven't been before? Um, let's see. That's a good question. Actually, we're playing. Uh, we're playing this town that's like south of Miami. And, oh. and any time we were in Florida, we ever we always did uh, Fort Lauderdale on that side. Uh huh. So that'll be new. Um, we only really got to play New Orleans like I think once or twice as a band. I, I know we did it on the Bayside tour, but uh, that we're hitting New Orleans on this, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it's been a, I, I don't can't even remember the last time I was in New Orleans to begin with, but mm. uh, it's gonna be fun. 
So what can fans expect when they show up for one of your shows, when when they see POR live? Um, well, they can expect a um, pretty good set list of songs. You know, I like to uh, change it up. I don't just play POR songs. I'll play some Valencia songs. I'll take some requests, do some covers. Um, it, you know, it's just a good time. It's a fun time to come and just enjoy live music. And I think, uh, I think... You know, the, the set list that I've chosen for this upcoming tour is going to be one of my favorites that I've done. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, you know, the organization with the, the keyboard player and guitar player, that'll be different and new. And so I think it's going to be fun. I think uh, they can expect to sing along a lot and nice. hear some, some oldies and some actually new songs as well. Very cool. So what are, what are your favorite songs to play live? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I would... Actually, you know what? There's there's a couple songs off the new record that um, I'm really stoked on. Mm-hmm. I like playing "Where You Ought to Be," the title track off the album. Uh, as far as Valencia goes, I think my favorite song to play live from Valencia is either "Losing Sleep" or "Pieces," and um, probably "How Fast" as well for from the "When the Flowers Bloom" album for POR. But yeah, that's fun. I mean, the, to strip the songs down is you know it's a fun experience for me because I obviously am so used to playing those songs with a full band mm-hmm. that when I get to play them on an acoustic guitar, it's kind of cool. Uh, it feels good <laughs> to yeah, strip it yeah. down to the songwriting. So you mentioned covers earlier. Is there a particular uh, cover that you have in your hip pocket that always brings down the house? What do, uh, what, do <laughs> what do you play that audiences seem to gravitate towards? Because I mean, I mean, a great cover can uh, take what's a good show and make it a great show. Yeah, totally. Um, there was one time that Trevor and I we were playing the Troc in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what was that? We oh, we whipped out that uh, Eve Six song. <laughs> oh man! So, like I would swallow my pride. I would, try, and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. hilarious. <laughs> the entire crowd went nuts and like started singing the entire thing. Oh, that's and funny. And when it does that, like stop where you just like sing, yeah. it, we just like let them sing it, and it was yep. like really funny. And then we would play our songs, and it was only like <laughs> spor- sporadic singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just funny to like see that with a cover song and to like do that. Isn't it funny how a song just gets ingrained in your mind and when in a in a otherwise unrelated setting you touch back to it and suddenly you know I mean it's it's a lot of like those you know 90s nostalgia songs and it's just like you know you you can you can tap into the most obscure thing and just uh, get uh, audiences to resonate with it it's it's pretty interesting yeah totally and and especially if if you're like crossing genre lines you know that 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 seems to be yeah. what what's really really effective yeah, I like doing a lot of Springsteen songs. I like doing a lot of classics. Uh, oh yeah, man! I'll throw I'll throw some Death Cab songs in there sometimes. Get Up Kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually debating doing something new. I, I I'm thinking about doing that song um, first by Cold War Kids. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, I love that song. And since nice. I have a keyboard player, I'm thinking that it could be cool. But we'll see. Just come to the shows, everybody, and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, um, uh, with that, again, we're talking to Shane Henderson from Promise of Redemption, and you're listening to KGRG 89.9 FM as part of the Monday Project. I am Mike, and I wanted to stick with that for a sec. Let's uh, let's loop back around and talk about influences and what really yeah. kind of informs your music. You know, what, uh, what do you look to, and how does it um, um, inform what you're doing? now with por 
Yeah, totally. Um, I'm a huge fan of melody. Like, uh, melodies just get stuck in my head all day long, and it's just constant. So when I hear a song with a good melody, I never hate on music because I think music is just, like, the best. You know, it's it's the ultimate healer. And whatever works for you works for you. And, like, I love all kinds of music and will never hate on anything. So I'll just constantly be listening to all these new genres and new bands and just find little things here and there like that they do really really well and and it inspires me to like try something new or or, you know Mm -hmm. go this way with it instead of that way that i always go you know but um as far as like major influences i would have to say bands like green day jimmy world hot water music no effects um i i liked all the the punk stuff growing up i still do but Mm -hmm. um stuff like that springsteen all the classics like tom petty and anything with a really good melody billy joel all that stuff. It's yeah. good. I'm a, I'm a lucky guy to have grown up with such good music. No kidding. I uh, I sometimes worry for uh, kids that are up and coming now and who they get to look to. You know, I I was talking to another musician recently. You know, uh, around the time that Pearl Jam was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he asked me a really good question that I couldn't quite put my finger on. He asked me, you know, it's like you know a lot of the bands that you know we grew up. What do uh, young people now have to look to? You know, it's like, I mean, the best we could come up with was like, say, Kings of Leon or something like that. You know, just, you know, who are the up and comers and who will uh, folks look to? And I I didn't have a good answer to that. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because it's there's not much longevity anymore. Yeah. You don't see artists like the Springsteen or. I, I say that, like, the last great American rock star is Dave Grohl. You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he's that. You know what I mean? Anybody yeah. that is, is that magnetic of a personality. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you don't really get that that much anymore. It's kind of all just been washed over almost with this, like, little gloss that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a little strange. I don't know. But I was watching, there was, like, this YouTube video the other day mm-hmm. uh, where they had teenagers listen to 2000s pop punk songs that were big <laughs> okay. and they had to try and name the bands and I'm talking like Blink-182, Sum 41, like all of the songs that were on like the TV and radio nonstop, right? Sure, yeah. And they couldn't, they didn't even get the middle by Jimmy World and I was just like, I can't oh. believe it, you know what I mean? Like, man, that makes me feel old. Oh, <laughs> it's man. just insane to me that those they need to hear those albums. Like those albums are insane, you know? Yeah. My, my heart aches at that. It's like, Oh, my heart. It's so, yeah. Um, so I'd like to uh, loop back around and let's, uh, let's talk about your creative process a little bit, kind of, uh, in terms of, you know, themes and topics that you go for and as well as, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of it. Cause like, you know, um, I always like to ask this question because sometimes uh, musicians write music first, other times they have a lyric that they can't shake out of their head and it's always a little different. So, um, uh, could you speak to that a bit? Oh yeah, totally. So, um, I've been trying, trying new ways of writing lately with, uh, I do this website called downright.com mm. where people can order personalized music and uh they they basically give the backstory and then i write them a song and um that's actually opened me up to trying new ways of writing because with valencia i would always do like kind of skeletons of songs like i would i would almost i would almost freestyle like lyrics on top of on top of chord progressions and just kind of put it out like whatever i'm 
dealing with in the moment, just trying sure. or whatever I want to write about, I'll just like put it into into just like all just like kind of spur of the moment type stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I would I would just record it and then kind of transpose it as I went. But with uh, with the downright stuff, a lot of times I find that I'm creating the musical bed and then writing the melodies and lyrics like on top of the musical bed rather than writing it kind of all at the same time. Interesting. So yeah, so it's cool. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to try new things because you you wind up obviously with a different outcome. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's an interest. Songwriting is an ever interesting process. It will always <laughs> like continue to evolve with your taste in music and your what's going on around you and it's uh i will i love songwriting it's just the best (laughs) so now that you're out and about doing a promise of redemption and you know doing uh shows supporting uh the album where you ought to be uh which is now available go check it out um but what what would you say is your biggest challenge as a band um just getting getting out there and it's hard to be visible these days with social media the way that mm-hmm. that you know people's timelines are just constantly being pushed down um it's hard to get your post seen by tons of people unless they're you know following you so yeah uh, i'd say just getting getting visible <laughs> is really it because if if your music's good enough then it should speak for itself but really how are you going to get that music into people's hands well is the it- ultimate question um, so that being said, what uh, what is kind of the let, let's talk about goals and dreams a little bit, you know, kind of like what what's the ultimate uh, direction for Promise of, Re- of Redemption? Where uh, what are you looking to do with it? Yeah, I just want to keep putting out music and playing music and I hope people dig it and want to listen. And that's really all that matters to me is that I'm following my passion in life mm-hmm. and, you know, um, it makes me happy and I love doing it. So I'm not going to stop. There's no reason to. And, uh, I'm going to try and tour as much as I can. Obviously, you know, we'll, we'll see like, uh, what, what comes after this next tour. I want to do a new record. So mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll just keep putting out music and people will keep buying or buying it or listening to it or, you know, um, I've been getting really into the songwriting world, uh, music publishing. So, that's that's another direction that I'm super into with also with uh, sound engineering and producing. So I produced my entire last EP all by myself on a 2008 MacBook. Oh, super <laughs> and I mixed cool! It myself and uh, I was pretty proud of it. You know, it was, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of like low key production, but um, I was working. You know, to be able to do something like that on a piece of technology that's eight yeah. years old is pretty cool. That's really cool. I mean, we we always love to champion that that DIY aesthetic and those DIY ethics, and yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get any more DIY than you know making, performing, and producing your own stuff your yourself. That's that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we were talking about the the future a little bit, and you know what uh what you what you're looking to do with Promise of Redemption. Um, any more Valencia down down the line, maybe? Um, I sure I sure hope so because uh, man, we did that December show and it was just amazing. And um, I think everybody's getting to a point where we're starting to maybe think about it. You know, I know mm-hmm. we have uh, we actually have songs that have been written and recorded. And uh, you know, I think I would love to get into a room with everybody now 
and write a record. I think that would be incredible, honestly. I think we would uh, at this at this stage in all of our lives with with the amount of life that we've lived so far. I think mm-hmm. that you know we're at a maturity level where if we were to get into a room and write a record, I think it would be great. Um, so I hope so. I really hope so. I'm not going to say anything yes or no, but oh, I'm sure. going to tell you that I definitely hope so. And uh, you know that band means the world to me, and those guys mean the world to me. So. Um, anything we can do as a band as Valencia, I think will be fun. Even if it's like 10 year reunion shows or, Mm -hmm. or something like that. But, um, realistically I would, I would completely love that. That would be amazing. So fingers crossed. We'll see. Well, I, I think even just the slimmest of hopes will, will make fans happy. That's, that's really, really cool. Uh, Yeah. And, and again, we're talking to Shane. That's what it's all about to us. You know what I mean? Like we just want to make sure that people are enjoying it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, it's that's really all that matters is that the people that support you and come to shows and buy your album, that they like enjoy going to see you play live. And we just want to make sure that that's the case when we go back to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're talking to Shane Henderson from Promise of Redemption. The album Where You Ought to Be is available now. Um, and I, another question I wanted to ask you was... Um, uh, I I always like asking this question because of the just the wide swath of answers that that we get and share with our audience. Uh, what advice do you have for people who want to form their own bands, perform their own music, and pursue their their dreams and passions? Yeah, you know, this day and age, it's like kind of kind of difficult. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah. uh when when I was 16, 17 and doing it, it was just a different world. People were, were buying records. Um, their, you know, digital music wasn't as relevant as it is right now. Um, but I would say, you know, honestly, just as long as you're working on your craft and you're putting 100% into it, uh, you know, the best advice I can give anybody is to just, just keep trying. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it just, sometimes it just takes persistence, you know, uh, it takes an organic, an organic growth process to get to a level where you're at, you know, when you're selling out shows, like it's not, it's not an easy thing at all, but, um, it can be done. It still can be done. And I think that it all relies on music. So as long as, uh, you're putting everything you have into your art and the music speaks for itself, then that's, that's going to be the way. Excellent advice. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, Shane, before we let you go, um, could you let people know where they can learn more about Promise of Redemption, where they can, and where they can find their music and connect with you? Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, you can go to nohoperecords.com. That's K-N-O-W, hoperecords.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my personal Twitter is Valencia Shane, but I also have a POR Shane Twitter and uh, Promise of Redemption on Instagram. So it's also on Facebook too, facebook.com slash Promise of Redemption. And uh, yeah, it's all all up there on the interwebs. Gotcha. So the so the main website to go to would be nohoperecords.com, right? Yeah, I would say so because that's kind of the hub of, of everything going on with POR right now. So Perfect. Yeah. And... Um, is there anybody you'd like to acknowledge or give shout outs to uh, that we may not have mentioned yet? You know, show, show some yeah. love to folks. Well, uh, how about everybody that's uh, planning to come see us 
next month or this <laughs> month and next month. Yeah, man. Hello, people. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Please come. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, it's going to be a really cool tour. Um, wish you all the best with that. Thanks, man. All right. Well, there it is. Shane Henderson, everybody. Give it up. Like the <laughs> audience going, going crazy. <laughs> Uh, check out check out Promise of Redemption again. That album is where you ought to be. That is available now. Go to nohoperecords.com. That is no with a K, um, and check them out out on the road. And um, Shane, one last question: um, any um, any uh, any chance you're going to find yourself in the Pacific Northwest anytime in the in the near? Uh, you know. Actually, the Pacific Northwest is like one of my all-time favorite places ever. I love it up there. Uh, unfortunately, the tour goes as far north as San Francisco, but uh, I'm hoping to get up to Portland and Seattle very, very soon. So keep an eye out for new music and keep an eye out for some shows. And I promise I'm going to get up there. I love it there. So. Well, I tell you what, if uh, if you make it up here, um, one of the things we like to do is have artists come into the studio. You know, we'll uh, we'll even let you play DJ for a few, you know, come up with uh, some playlist <laughs> items, you know, maybe play some songs live on the radio. Uh, we call them artist takeovers where, you know, we, we bring great. folks up and, and it's it's a really, really fun time. So, you know, again, if you find yourself in our neck of the woods, I'm in. open invitation, in. man. So. Cool. All right. Thank well, um, uh, thank you so much for taking the time with us today on KGRG, and we're we're definitely going to keep in touch. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take it easy, man. Bye bye. All right. Bye.